What is up, everybody? You're listening to 0 for 4 Podcast. I am Royce. Pierce. Damn it. Jacob. And this is episode five. And because of that, Fettle is only right to introduce our very first special guest, the one and only Crystal Solace. Woohoo! Jacob's woman soulmate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's one way of putting it. There we go. <laughs> yes. yes. Thank you so much for joining us. Hello. I'm happy to be here. Awesome. We're so happy you're here. We're thrilled to have you. Th- that is not the only qualifying reason why she's here. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. She has nothing to do with yeah. why she's here. This is, a, this is an episode about love. <laughs> this is an episode about love. We're going to detail our entire so relationship you guys over the last meet? three years. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, actually, uh, Crystal, she is an educator and she can explain and tell you what she does better than I can. So why don't you let the people know what you do? Hello. Yes. (laughs) For the past four years, I've been teaching high school English uh, and coaching a slam poetry team at uh, a charter school in Los Angeles. And I'm actually about to start up grad school again for my MFA in poetry. Wow. That's great. You've already made this podcast way more credible. Just, <laughs> just the way you explain it. We now have an intelligent person that's been on this Dude, show. We're, we're <laughs> we are officially the We're one for five. Yes. <laughs> one, we are one for five. One for five. We finally made it. Yeah, I feel like you got to take my spot. I feel like I'm the dumbest one here. So I'm just like, oh, well, now nah, I'm off. Let me go get a degree in Afro-American studies and call it a day. We're going to talk we're going to talk about that. We're going to unpack that, my friend. We are. Yeah. Yeah. That. Well, yes, thank you for being on. And one of the big things uh, that Crystal is going to help us with is on Monday, LeBron announced his I Promise Public School that he opened in Akron, Ohio, his hometown. And yeah, so we're just going to talk about that because that's huge, huge, what he's doing. And I know speaking for me personally, I only know the surface stuff that I see on Instagram. So, Crystal, you're going to help us with that. I think maybe we should start with covering the, that surface stuff a little bit. Because okay. I, this is, I'm just going to read this off. This is like the same image that everyone's seen mm-hmm. on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. And like, yes. these are the bullet points that they're kind of just reiterating to everyone. So, well, LeBron School, these are some of the perks that they offer to students. Not perks, but just general services. Uh, it's free tuition, free uniforms, free bicycle and helmet, free transportation within two miles, free breakfast, lunch, and snacks. There's a food pantry for the families and GDs and job placement services for parents. Guaranteed tuition to the University of Akron for every student who graduates. So those those are the things that we've all probably read about and seen and probably are familiar with. We all know what those words mean. But Mm -hmm. are those the things that make a good school? I think there's some of them, but. Well, I mean, I went to a lot of low-income schools, mm-hmm. I guess as people would call them. Yeah. That shit helps a lot. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you know right now. Like, that helps a Absolutely. lot. Yeah. Yeah. Not having to go from class well, to class. I'm not saying it doesn't help. Hell, I just like, think yeah. it goes a lot deeper than just the Oh, yeah, no, I'm just, yeah, 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 just yeah. going that's, on that's, the surface for level, sure, according yeah. to what you listed. That alone helps yeah, a whole fucking lot. But, yeah. Crystal, what, what do you uh, see, with, maybe within that or beyond that, that you see is So, better. within that, I, I agree with Devin on the other side of it as a teacher, I think, um, all of those factors that are outside of the classroom are very much like great equalizers. Like it's one thing to say education is a great equalizer and and it really can be, but there's like so much that gets kind of, that slips literally through the cracks um, without, you know, you have kids who are hungry, you have kids who, um, whose parents like 
can't make above a certain amount because they don't haven't graduated high school and they're working crazy hours, so they're home alone, they don't get support for their education, um, not because their parents don't want to, because they literally like are stretching, like struggling to make ends meet. So to have that kind of support, that's that's ideal. That's like a utopia sort of situation yeah. in education. The the biggest part for me was the was the home support. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. off that off that list. And mm-hmm. I, that's something I can't personally relate to because fortunately, um, you know, particularly my mom was was um, just in terms of uh, just all around. I mean, the way she supported us, whether it be, I mean, she did all those things on that list, yeah. you know. <laughs> um, and <clears throat> more importantly, just going home and having that, the, a better teacher at home, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, and being able to sit with me and, and understanding how I learned and being able to communicate me with me the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've, I've heard a, a ton about kids who don't have that support at home. Mm-hmm. And that's something I, you know, I didn't, I, like I said, I've never personally dealt with, but I think that's huge just, just for everyone at that school to have on a base level, um, you know, their parents invested in them investing in their parents. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think that the whole job placement and whatnot part is probably the most important because even if he didn't offer the rest of those things, yeah. which he already did, that would be able to help equate to that throughout from the parent standpoint you know because like i mean you being fortunate enough to have all that i'm the opposite so like i remember one time this is probably one of the most semi-embarrassing at the time moments i ever had was like one day my mom couldn't pick me up from school and it was like where the fuck is your mama at yeah and like the lady had to take me into like the teacher's office to like call my mom and put it on speaker but like you don't know you don't expect anything to be said over the phone that's like you know can't necessarily equate you know utilize the speaker but she was like, oh, yeah, you know, we have Devin here. We're wondering where you are. It's been like an hour or so, whatever the fuck. And she was like, oh, yeah, I have to, I, I can't come get it yet. I'm be a little late. I'm at the welfare office. And it's like, if they had that job placement and stuff in like regular schools, mm-hmm. that would definitely help not only uh, negate moments like that, but also like make the, the whole I'm trying to think of the word, the whole, I don't want to say feng shui, but the whole, it's a, like... That's a culture at, the of whole, um, the organization. Yeah, that, but I'm talking about of the home. Like, the whole, mm. what's the word I'm looking for? Like, the whole livelihood of the house. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole home base. Sure. It, it would, if you have a better yeah. home base, foundation, foundation, there you go. Mm-hmm. It would, it would better the foundation of the home, which would, I personally feel like would help better the child mm-hmm. On the, at the school, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, right. if they can go home to that and then come to this, like, you know, you're giving them a good one-two punch, which I feel like that would help a lot more than what we're give, what a lot of people are really giving it credit for. Right. I think just yeah. on the service level, you're right. We're seeing that, and of course, it's not just LeBron James, but there's an understanding, and I'm sure Crystal can elaborate on this. That education is a holistic experience that mm-hmm. starts in the home, mm-hmm. goes into school, and comes back to the home. And in order for the student to be successful in both areas, there has to be support in both areas. Mm-hmm. And so it just seems like that LeBron and his organization and foundation really understand that it isn't just about what's going on in school. And like you said, like there's so many factors um, that can prevent students from getting quality education that are there, and he's making steps to try and address those issues. Yeah, there are a lot of assumptions about poverty and about um, like living as a person in um, experiencing like being lower socioeconomic um, status. Mm-hmm. Um, that like the, it, 
it stops with like the generation who's like raising the the children, but mm -hmm. it's like the, the the effects of like what the parent didn't have and what the parent's parent didn't have. It's systematic, and that's created through schools, and it's created through a lot of other systems in our in our government in our country. But um, this idea of like making the school a place where the system understands and is is trying to bring up everybody and giving the support. Um, is huge. Yeah. It's I also huge. want to point out one more thing too mm -hmm. with LeBron, and I, and I'm not downplaying the the actions of any player or, or public figure that has done similar stuff. Mm -hmm. But I personally, and this is just my personal opinion, with LeBron and everything that he is doing along with the service level and everything deeper, is that he, because he grew up under such hardships, he hasn't lost that level of relatability to those mm -hmm. still living in it. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of times those you know, players and stuff, they'll be like, oh, I got a scholarship fund for blah, blah, blah. And it's like, that's great. But like, if he don't eat, he ain't gonna make it to utilize that scholarship. Mm -hmm. Like LeBron mm -hmm. has not forgotten any of it. Because remember, he always says that's like, I shouldn't point. be here. Yeah. So like, he remembers each and every mm -hmm. piece that mm -hmm. was supposed to hold him back. Mm -hmm. And he's trying to fill that gap for all of them. Right. I mean, the fact that he said free bike and helmet, like bro, he, some of them kids might yeah. have to walk 10 miles and to that, school. Yeah, that's one thing that really stood out to me because on paper, you're like, okay, bike and helmet, that's great. But you don't yeah. know how much that can impact a kid's life having that. Bruh, have you yeah. ever had to walk 10 miles to school before? I am just saying, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a nigga from Texas, bro. Like, yeah. you live on one side of town, there's a high yeah. school over there. Like, sometimes, and hey, you missed the bus, ain't another one coming. Like, mm -hmm. but you better get your ass to school. It's, yeah. like, it's either go to school, catch that ass whooping at home, because you know you're supposed to be out there to catch that bus. Right. So it's like, that sucks. And just imagine having a free bike and helmet. You're like, that's nothing, you know? I mean, I say there's nothing. There's still third graders and stuff. Please, God, be safe. But, yeah. like, you know, I, I feel like that, it, it, I don't know. I'm just very passionate about it because, like, I, I really feel like he hit it dead on the doornail, you know? And it's, I don't know. I, I hope it works, honestly. Like, I really mm -hmm. hope it works. I hope, yeah. you know, five years from now, I don't hear nothing about, like, all the school fell through, was a good try, blah, blah, blah. I really genuinely hope, and if I ever get to a point financially where I can help this, Mm -hmm. I want yeah. to do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like what he's done is what we've been begging the government to do since for fucking ever, but they yeah. don't seem to know how. And, and like, is it necessarily his job? It's amazing he can yeah. do this. Yeah. I mean, look like, at him. The but dude, like, hell. Look like, at him about, now. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look what at LeBron's pictures. Kids? I mean, the <laughs> man looked like Malcolm X now. Yeah, really Six does. foot eight, yeah. 250 Malcolm X, but <laughs> Malcolm X nonetheless. Yeah. He got the black rim glasses yeah. and everything. Oh, please God, don't put nobody put no hands in no pockets, please God. <laughs> well, like like you said, the he really think. I've always said he's the most mindful athlete, probably since Muhammad Ali, where he just thinks about every every single piece of it. You know, he's he's. I I think one of the big things he did is he. I what I'm what I'm assuming he did is he probably got smarter people in the room who've been there, done that, mm -hmm. and said. You know, educators, counselors, all these type of people. Here's my vision. He probably had a you know an overview vision. Here's what I'm trying to do. How do we actually get it done? And he let the experts decide. That that's that's to me the only way you put this like comprehensively step by step. Um, you know, and I'm sure. There, I mean, there's there there's going to be some holes, yeah. and I'm sure we'll we'll talk about it. But um, and to that point, yeah, let's let's get into more of the nitty gritty. Um, the school right now. Yeah. Is only accepting third and fourth graders. Yeah. Obviously, like you said, he's got experts in the room that are targeting those age groups, those grades. Crystal, why are they targeting those grades specifically? 
So I'll preface this first with I'm a high school English teacher, so I'm working with kids on the kind of other end of their K through 12 journey. Mm -hmm. But I still I work with predominantly ninth graders, and a lot of them are coming to me. Some of them are coming to me at a 12th grade level, like very accelerated, and some of them are coming to me. Many of them are coming to me reading at a seventh grade level or a sixth grade level. I've even had students reading at a fourth grade level. Um, and that's that's very real in my classroom and my school is no exception. Um, mm. I think that, um, and what I know, you know, to be a to be a teacher in any subject is to be a teacher in literacy, which is like the fundamental idea of like knowing how to read whatever your content is, yeah. um, whether it be like we think of reading as just humanities based. Oh, I'm reading my history or my English or my science textbook. But like there is literacy in math. There is literacy. It's knowing the codes mm -hmm. and knowing there's literacy and understanding your your lease agreement, you know, like knowing the codes of like how not to be taken advantage of. There's literacy in media, photos. Um, so in third grade, students are learning, up to, to third grade, they're learning to read. Um, they're learning like sounds and, and, um, and what cat and mat and hat, how they all go together. Yeah. But after third grade, they're learning, they're reading to learn. Mm -hmm. And so if you don't have the ability to read, if you struggle with that, you're going to be, you're automatically, that's the time the you're going to start getting up. left behind. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so that's really, and that messes up not only English, right? Compromises that, that compromises like any other subject because everything starts to be much more text dependent. So you're saying demanded. like they targeted third and fourth mainly yeah. because that's the transitional phase of education? Yeah, that, that's, that's at least... Um, in my assessment as as a professional and then and then some of the reading of other other people talking about why because that's a really interesting choice i don't yeah. know that mm -hmm. i've ever seen especially in on in california it's kind of the wild wild west of charter schools there's a, and this isn't a charter school and we'll probably get into that later but uh there is this it, it's kind of you start like kindergarten through third like yeah. you start from the beginning of something or like mm, you do a yeah. middle school or nine through ten and then you build and what they're doing at the i promise school is third through fourth and they're they're building backwards right. they're not two doing to six, two two five right yeah. yeah and they're going to do first grade i don't think they have plans to do kindergarten which is yeah, interesting be one really through. curious about first through eighth grade yeah, yeah. i wouldn't yeah. be surprised yeah. if he yeah. opens up a separate yeah place that's like this is kindergarten. Yeah, this is like the I promise yeah. kindergarten yeah. down the block. Yeah. yeah. Line the hallways um, with shoes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Starting young. That's another thing. Please don't have I I'll be hurt if I on the news one day someone has broken into I oh, promise and stole all the Oh yeah. Please like shoes off. Oh, yeah. they won't be yeah. there. They're auctioning them off and they're gonna donate the proceeds. Yeah. But yeah. like I don't let Not that before. person. Before. I know. I know. Yeah. Like that it's just gonna hurt, man. Hopefully they put some money into that security. Yeah. Because yeah. when something of uh, uh, this, the uh, this is like the epitome of goodness. And usually when you see stuff like this, it just attracts those fucking little shitty people. Of course. So fast. It's like goodness and PR all yeah. at once. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, it just it doesn't even matter like where those people are from would like or how much that would help them. It. They're just like, hey, I know it's somebody out there like, hey, yo, we about to come up. Oh yeah. I, whoever that is, I don't. I don't want to. I already put threats on Zaza's life. I'm trying not to put any more threats <laughs> no, on anybody's no life. No threats on. No, no hashtag no. over force. <laughs> At least this would be anonymous. He's not this target true. specific. Right, right, very true. Okay, then cool. True. If you' about to rob that school, you need to be shot. <laughs> 
Speaking of emotions. <laughs> there we go. I also wanted, if I may, talk about the emotional, like, like development, if we're talking about like the development of children in, in school, like it's not, a lot of students, by the time they get to me, they have like a lot of baggage when yeah. it comes to education. Mm, yeah. Like some teacher somewhere down the line says oh, something horrible to them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And like, I feel, and I have no quantitative data on this. This is like really, um, this is really just like my, my observation, mm -hmm. but I think that, um, Professional yeah, opinion. Yes. 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 My professional observation <laughs> is that, you know, like kindergarten is kind of a breeze and, and, or it can be difficult, but like kindergarten, first grade, second grade, when you're kind of like, the stakes are like lower because everyone's just learning. But then when, when that shift happens is like, and people start to feel behind, students start to feel behind, it's like a, it's like a drop in confidence as well. Mm -hmm. And it's not like the huge, is that huge middle schoolish? Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, it's that low, that's that, end of elementary school, yeah. leading into middle school, when the, then there's like the adolescent like confidence we drop, have like right? multiple classes yeah, now. Yeah. yeah, like that That really fucks kids up, you know? Hey, but, you know but, what though? <laughs> I mean, from my experience, I, elementary was pretty dangerous for me too. Oh sure, Like there was yeah. this one little kid yeah. named Walter in my class. It's he was just notorious <laughs> for pulling his pants down and just swinging his dangling around all the time. <laughs> and just, just pissing. Like, what? Yes, it, little Walter. Wow. This little, I hope he grew up to be oh, like a CEO man. or something or something. He's probably <laughs> listening to this and be like, Devin, why you? <laughs> I'm putting you on blast, <laughs> Walter. All I know is. And as a mandated reporter, I'm like, oh, Devin, I have to like write a report now. I mean, like. Yeah. <laughs> and it's and just like, like <laughs> so we can't pretend that right. that first through fifth ain't scary. Right, right. Because I, I got quick reflexes right. dodging PP. <laughs> <laughs> well, one, one of my uh, favorite lessons, and I didn't I didn't learn this until uh, oh, I, don't, I didn't learn this until uh, college. One of my favorite teachers, she got a piece of paper, and it was a clean it was a clean paper, mm -hmm. right? And she what she was talking about, I th if I remember correctly, was how um, moments in your life becomes like folds in that paper, mm -hmm. when, more like tra traumatic events, mm -hmm. and you know the more you fold it. Even if you try to iron it out, that fold is always going to still be there. You continue mm -hmm. to be paper, but right. And so now, him him having these third grade kids, they have. I'm sure they have some folds that you know come from home life or you know what they yeah. um, their challenges learning. Mm -hmm. But they can still they still have a lot of clear space. Nice. Where you're getting some high school kids that their paper is crumbled, <laughs> and you're tr you know <laughs> they got trying to like you're oh. trying to yeah, but they still have to deal with those yeah. you know those those life events. Yeah, and. That and that's that's what's really interesting too, because since we're talking about third and fourth kind of being somewhat like an integral part of yeah. you know a child's learning, and the fact that they are targeting these kids, not just third and fourth graders, but third and fourth graders who are purposely or not purposely, but who are trailing behind yes. academically. So yeah. seeking them out and showing yes. them like, hey, okay, they're struggling. Let's let's see if we can find them another way. Yeah, that's something we should have specified earlier. It's like, is there is targeted third or fourth grade, but it's third or fourth graders who are at risk students. Right. Yeah. That's a good point mm -hmm. to bring up. That's very good, actually. Yeah. And I mean, and that's that's he's targeting the problem yes. directly. Yeah. Exactly. Which is yeah. the part mm -hmm. that I respect the most. Because yeah. like and I'm not saying like privileged kids and stuff don't deserve help, but it's mm -hmm. like at most of the time you're going to be okay. Mm -hmm. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Even if you're behind, you're if you're privileged, the you're going to be okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're you're, yeah. you're good. Mm -hmm. But it's like the ones that aren't like they just get left but they get yeah. lost in yeah. like the yeah, cyberspace yeah. of easy. life it's easy because in, in in not saying like every teacher does this but i feel like sometimes and like uh 
you know, just being a student, you know, at some point, all of our lives, like we can feel that at some point teachers just kind of, you know what, this kid's just not getting it, mm-hmm. you know, so let's, let's focus on the, the other ones that yeah. are getting it and then hopefully they'll figure it out, Yeah, you know, and that, mm. and for, for, yeah, for him not to turn his back on those kids and this school and this, this whole facility, yeah. I feel like that's, that's going to be huge. One thing I really, really want hope. And I, and I don't, and it's not like I hope, I'm saying hope in the sense I don't think he'll do it, but I just really would love to see this. And I saw a video of him giving a tour to somebody around the school and then he like randomly walked into like one class. Mm-hmm. And and those kids like just lost it. Of course, they, I mean, any, any group of third or fourth graders in any school, regardless of the socioeconomic background, would lose it if LeBron James. I would lose it right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm a grown ass man. Right. And if LeBron walked up in here, I'm losing. <laughs> you, you imagine, I mean, and you were probably an at-risk student in the third or fourth grade. Imagine expe- experiencing that. Like yeah. LeBron James coming into your room and be like, hey, I care about you. I care about your future. Yo, yeah. That's, like that is so I'm, huge. I'm hitting the books. Yeah. I'm, yeah. That's <laughs> as soon as I get home. Oh, yeah. The thing is, like, that you, might be and enough. And I just hope that, I hope that you continues. You don't want to disappoint LeBron right. James. Right. Like, like, you know? LeBron's sitting me down and be like, I'm disappointed. Yeah. Son. yeah. That's genuinely I mean, enough to probably make yeah. a kid that wasn't planning on coming to school go to school right. just with the chance of like LeBron might walk in. Mm-hmm. Or, or at least and a I few. And I better be doing what I'm supposed to. And Crystal, like the realities of teaching is that if you have a class of 40 kids, which is one way too many kids in a class, but you're not going to be successful with all of them. Right. Like no teacher is going to be. Yeah. And that's the sad part about it. And, and then, like if you can reach, yeah. if you reached 10 out of 40 kids, that'd be amazing. I'm not sure you're I don't know. Like you're, you're, I, I, in my experience, it's all like you do as much as you can. And then there's like someone else who comes in. Like that's what like teachers teachers work on a very like specific level with their content like their students in front of them and then then you have support staff who come in and like help with what teachers you know you have your school psychologists your counselors and like who come in and do the other stuff that teachers like aren't focusing on they're not trained to do that right um and then often we do you know but like it would be much better if a if like a, a trained school counselor would would step mm-hmm. in and do that, you know? Yeah. Um, and then you have administration, like in a, you know, in an ideal world is able to kind of come around and envelope that. And so you create this, like these layers and layers of support and and healthy insulation in like this community. utopia. Yes, <laughs> right, it does. Right, right. And, and he, re- like to have LeBron James as like, no, he's not like in the classroom teaching, yeah. but that's, mm-hmm. he also seems felt. to know that's oh, yeah. not his job. Like yeah. he's not, he's not certified. He doesn't he's overstep not, his boundaries. No, right. he, not he, it, and, I, and yeah. I agree from what I've read, it seems like he's really talked to the right people and like offered his support and like mm-hmm. offered his vision of mm-hmm. like, as a, as a former student in, um, in this school system saying, you know, this is what I needed. This is what would have helped me be successful. And then like working with the professionals. I mean, the principal of the school, she um, she's ed- she was educated. I, I'm pretty sure like she was kind of born and raised in Akron. Mm-hmm. Um, she went to University of Akron for her undergraduate and graduate yeah. degrees. Um, she taught in Akron County Schools for 18 years and was an administrator like that is a lot of times with these startup schools, um, particularly with charter schools, um, and this is not a charter school, which is a really amazing thing. Um, but particularly with charter schools, like that, you have like young administrators mm-hmm. uh, who are like maybe five years 
experience teaching and then they suddenly have this giant job of which they're supposed to have these big arms around, you know? Mm, yeah. um, and LeBron James is not the administrator, but yeah, amazing. Like you have her, this like person who has 18 years of experience, this principal, and then you have like LeBron James also right. coming in and saying mm. like, I care about you, you matter. Well, well like, the, cool, the cool thing about that so too is the leadership team, at least those two, are Akron success stories. Yes, yes. You know, it's not some dude who came from Indiana or yeah. someplace. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's people who are yeah, from yeah, that absolutely. community yeah. who Yes. You know, our, our high level. And, they, and, then, and just yeah. pointing that out, I think, is great, too, because I think it's so easy for us just to see it as, like, LeBron James. And LeBron is going to be the teacher in every single <laughs> class. Wait, He's LeBron not yeah. teaching every class? I, I thought that, oh, that's, that's how you were going to That's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I th- and I think that's great. Thank you for, because just you saying that, too, like, that hit me like, oh, yeah, LeBron isn't going to be the, like, the principal. People should yeah. remember <laughs> that, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I guess it's like, it might be a good point. Like, what what is... He's not. Like, I read, right, I read yeah. the list of things that were all words that we all were familiar with through education. But like, what what is the school offering that like that you were like if yeah. we were all teachers, you'd yeah. be like, yo, they're doing this, this, and this, and they'd mm-hmm. all understand that. We all be like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, what right. are they so, doing specifically that offering students beyond the just what they're advertising? Yeah. yeah. The so one of the things, um, you know, I think that some something everyone understands or has at least heard of is like Common Core education, right? Like a common core line education. And that's like a standard, like should be thing. Um, and there's a lot of like language being thrown around, like, um, like reform, uh, which is, which is great. But I've also heard it in other, in other arenas, like, um, there are certain, um, charter schools out there, um, that, that are like nationwide and they're charter management organizations, which means they like open up a bunch of schools and they kind of operate under the same. And I bring this up because um, this school in some of the the reading, some of the articles has been like kind of compared to their like reform um, model, mm-hmm. even though it's not a charter school. Yeah. Um, but it's this kind of idea of like this one, we are gonna agree on this set of rules and the set of language everyone uses and like even down to like chance, like about how to like remember math facts and just like really regimented, mm-hmm. um, which is um, research has shown that it's helpful in some ways and like very detrimental in Double others. Sword, yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, and it seems here, at least there's not a lot of specifics on what the curriculum looks like, but there are there's a lot of language about high um, at, at the I Promise School, like rigor, like high expectations, um, mm-hmm. like like closing the, the achievement gap, you know, which is a thing that you probably hear a lot. Every yeah. school wants to do that. Um, and a thing that got me very excited when I was reading about it was, um, and this is probably not something people outside of education hear a lot, but um, this trauma-informed approach, mm-hmm. which is a way of classroom management, a way of, um, administration um, handling or relating with students that that comes it's like a training that all staff goes through where it's not like um, I'm going to punish you you acted out and I'm going to be punitive and give you detention it's oh you acted out because you're going through some shit you know and like and I should approach that always with that in mind with that context Mm -hmm. and like all the staff are being trained in that yeah and like I don't know if LeBron James knew about the trauma-informed approach, but mm-hmm. he certainly like asked the right people who were like, right. and it kind of seems all of the things that are available, whether it was his input or what he asked of other people, it, it seemed like he came to the table and said, what what would make what would make this well, go? I, you know? I, I agree and disagree, because mm-hmm. I feel like, I, I want to give LeBron a little bit more credit than that. Like I said, I, I feel like his 
he's never lost that level of relatability. Yeah. yeah. And he has been through a lot of those yeah. traumas. So mm -hmm. I feel like he did also have that smart oh, team sure. around him. But he was like, this is what the fuck happened to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah. and I know it's happening to a lot of kids out there. So yeah. how can I fix these problems yeah. or approach these problems directly? Because yeah. you know how the, the NBA has the whole NBA cares. I feel like there's a whole separate part that's LeBron cares. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because like I genuinely feel like and I'm not saying I'm not discrediting other players because oh, yeah. you know they care. Yes. But like <laughs> if I I feel like if I got in a car accident, in. I would not be surprised if LeBron was driving the ambulance to pick me up <laughs> if I was in Akron and was LeBron like, cares. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> and he carries me away in his big 6'8", 250-pound mm -hmm. arms. He's, like, a, he's a black superhero. He is sure. a, he, why does he not have a Marvel movie or a DC movie yet? It's, 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 we really, really busy. That's coming. He's it's super coming. busy. <laughs> it's coming. Opening uh, a school is not <laughs> a joke. But like to synthesize like both Devin and Crystal's points, like, I, I agree with that. I, I think, yeah. I, and not to discredit that he no, didn't know, but yeah. like, he definitely was thinking about that trauma. Because yeah. you hear the language they always talk about. They're not they're not talking about even like, when they say like, oh, we want you to be successful businessmen. They're very specific. Like, we want you to go to the University of Akron and build up this town that's falling apart, mm -hmm. that's been falling apart and not, and not supported by the government and not supported by his local jurisdiction. And so I think, yeah, there is very aware that this is a school that's about community, mm -hmm. about building up this very specific place in Ohio that's been suffering for a long time. And he talks about like building businessmen and entrepreneurs who will raise this town up. And so I think, I think, I agree. I think it's both of them being hyper aware of the needs of maybe generically third and fourth graders who are missing out, but also the third and fourth graders who are at risk in Akron, Ohio. Mm -hmm. Random question. Now, you remember when he left in, what is it, 09? Went to, mm -hmm. went to Miami? Do you 2012. think... It was 2012 when he left? Was Has it, it been that long? Or that's when he won. I think that, I think so. oh, yeah, he right. left 2010. 2010. 2010? He left 2009, lost 2010, won 11, 12, wasn't it? And then lost 13, then went back to Cleveland 14. Oh, I could be wrong. Either way, whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is like, do you think he was thinking this far ahead when he left? Because I'm like... Because remember, he was a phenomenal player. To, to make player. it a school? Yeah, like, maybe not to just making a school, but, like, yeah. making this much of an impact. Mm. Because, like, and, I mean, we've heard people iterate this idea before, but, like, now that he's, like, multiple champion, multiple all-star, multiple all that, he probably wouldn't have had those accomplishments had he stayed in Cleveland those four years. Oh, yeah. Which might not have put him in such high talks and high conversation to get to this level. Mm -hmm. Do you think he was thinking that when he left Cleveland? Like, I need to go win so that I can put myself on this pedestal, which has a bigger voice than if I was like a John Stockton who's can't be passed with assists. Yeah. Phenomenal player, <laughs> but never really won and never gets that kind of credit. I, yeah, I, that's I, a great question. I think so, mainly because every interview he's done, like he's always talked about his past and um, and he's even said things like, there are things you guys don't even know that I've never even talked about. And he's always made a point to bring up his past and how much he, like, he wants to help people, even from the beginning. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I think he was always thinking in, t in terms of that. And he's even mentioned, too, like, one of his dreams is always to build a school. Mm -hmm. So I think... Yeah, and think I, of that. Yeah, somebody's dream. Right. Yeah. I'm over here dreaming <laughs> about, like... I don't even want to say it. That's terrible. But like, I'm over here drinking things. Drinking things. Drink, drink, I'm over here drinking things. There we go. See, there we go. That's the problem right there. But I'm over here thinking things that are just unnecessary luxuries of human life. Mm -hmm. He's dreaming of opening a school. Yeah. Like, oh my, I'm trying to make popcorn. Yeah. I'm trying to make popcorn in space. Like, that's one of my random wild things. I yeah. just want to see it pop everywhere and this thing feel like it'd be great. And he's talking about making a school. We don't need people like me. 
I okay. disagree. Except for yeah. you, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, the world uses well, the, the other thing, too, is, yeah, I, I definitely feel he's always been cognizant of his past, but mm-hmm. I think his stance has always been, I'm more than an athlete. Yeah. Um, that's consistent. And, and I think that, yeah, that stance has, has led him to, I don't know if he knew back then he was going to have a school, yeah. but I think he always knew he was going to be a philanthropist and yeah. have have the type of impact that's going to transcend Flashback to me trying to convince Devin that this is the most interesting chapter of LeBron's career. It started. It started. Yeah. Okay, but he we're hasn't not... played a Laker game yet. First of all, he opened a school before he played a Laker first game. First of all, right? Jacob, I'm, I accept that outside what are you of basketball. Doing with your summer, you know. <laughs> I accept that outside of I basketball. I Netflix today. But in go. basketball, it's still tough for me to accept no, that I he's know, on I the know, Lakers. I know, I know. Yeah. But outside, I told you, he's been saving this gray ass MLK suit. <laughs> for this moment right here this the glasses he everything like you just look at him now the and lineup, like, the lineup, the lineup he there. got the full hair bro he, right now you look at lebron and you're like you are built for politics well you are built for basketball but you yeah. look like you're a big ass politician and i would vote for you whatever you did lebron right now can be like all right i'm trying to be emperor and i'm like i vote for you <laughs> And the, the, for we me, don't have an emperor. Well, we're about to have the first one. LeBron emperor James. James. Emperor of the world? It would, and, and I can see it in the history books. We, like, you know, they have like the Stone Age, the Golden Age. We have the Brawny Age. The, the Brawny Age. That's I'm actually, down for that. That sounds like a good age. There's no but, plague. There's no nothing. But bringing bring what you said and even correlating it back to basketball, I think... Um, now, in retrospect, thinking about it, I feel like his move or his decisions to move out of Cleveland to Miami, come back to Cleveland, and now move to L.A., I think a lot of that had to do with kind of the, the freedoms that he he wanted for himself um, to do the things that he's doing now yeah. um, in the community, um, all the entrepreneurial stuff he's doing. Um, I think part of that uh, was linked to his decision to be like, you know what, I'm not going to f- be tied to an organization, despite what the NBA says and what I'm supposed to do as a player, I'm going to create my own destiny and write my own chapters. Mm-hmm. Um, and out, you know, but within like us being basketball fans, like we, we, we want the narrative, like he stayed with one team his whole career, blah, blah, blah. Jersey retired, happy ending, got however many rings. Um, but now thinking back to, it, I think a lot of that had to do with it. And I think, spe- I think it was maybe even boosted going to Miami becoming the villain for a second, yeah. seeing how quickly everybody turns on you and things like that, and just seeing how, even though, yeah, that can look like a bad thing, I think it was very freeing for him at the same time. Well, it tore it, down some walls. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, like, he had yeah, to go really through the signatization mm-hmm. in order for it to be gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it was, it like, I don't even want to bring up Kevin Durant. Oh, <laughs> fuck, KD. <Katie. laughs> okay. <laughs> look what you did, Jacob. have to be careful using God your name. damn it, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to stay ah, away from it. You made my seat hot. <laughs> Shit, Jacob. You know what? First of all, I can. I want, can we I, say Katie? Is Katie fine? It's just Katie. You, that's could it. Be that's anyone. it. That's it. Do not say his full name. Say him. Just say him. Like Powerpuff Girls. Just say him. It could be Kelly Davidson that I'm talking about. You know, good old Kelly Davidson. Back to your point. I don't know what my point was anymore. But I. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I well, just th- I just think that like he had to go through that, and like we've talked about his moral character before, and his, and like I think in hindsight it's gonna be weird to consider him a villain at some point, even though he was the the, the decision and all that is yeah. is definitely not 
I don't know. I, I still think of the decision in hindsight was like pretty immature and pretty like oh yeah pretentious. Yeah. Um, Kevin Durant, whole different story. But yeah. he is a player. He's a he's a person who breaks down barriers and will yeah. go through the hard thing in order for mm. the barrier to be broke down to lead by example. Right. Well, the, the other the other part example. too is that everyone's or many people have have been critics of his style of play, mm-hmm. which is a lot of people you know realize it's pass first, right? Or, or make the right play first, but yeah, right. he's always been a guy about community. Since mm-hmm. since his high school days, mm-hmm. you know, you watch that DVD, which is more than a game, or what? Uh, oh, oh the, the documentary? Yeah, what's the, what's the DVD? I said, when you watch the DVD. <laughs> the DVD. It, was, it was a DVD like, back when? then. Yeah. Yeah. Right? The, the one where the song came out, Forever, <laughs> that song was on it, his first yeah, movie? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, what, yeah, what was, yeah. That? Uh, was, that, was it more than a game? Love or? of the Game, name of the... No, uh, if anybody think, out there knows it, hashtag yeah. over four with the title of Help that us. movie. But I, I remember, uh, I remember <laughs> watching it, and I'm just, I wanted more LeBron. But he was he was emphatic that he needs that his teammates need to be equally a part of this mm-hmm. documentary as him. Yeah. yeah, and that's always been it's a style of character. More than a game. More than a, uh, right. I think I said it. That's right? what you said. Right? That's okay. what you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think this is a great way to get back into the specifics of the school. Yeah, and specifically talk about the how LeBron's and his foundation are supporting the faculty because right. as, mm-hmm. as as I mean. It's clear that they're going to be asking a lot of these students, mm-hmm. and by definition, they're gonna be asking a lot of the facilitators and the educators to do that and bring these students up to where they need to be. Yeah. So again, referring to our educational expert in the room, <laughs> Devin. <laughs> I was like, finally! <laughs> God damn it, I was waiting for my moment. <laughs> but yeah, because I mean, as, as an educator who's, who's probably experienced, I mean, I know, Specifically, uh, but no, no teacher is as supported as they need to be. That I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that's a grand statement. Oh, I, no, no, mm-hmm. no teacher is paid enough. No teacher is supported enough administratively, culturally, or in or, or in a community. The fact that they're sense. using their own income for supplies. Yeah. Once it got to that yeah. point, it's like y'all not even trying to help them no more. Right? Yeah. I mean, exactly. yeah, like I, I remember I've gone to the store with Crystal and she's buying a school. Yeah, and like, like terrible. Uh, yeah. But but what are, what is LeBron doing to? help the faculty achieve these big, these are big goals, yeah. like, yeah. Well, and it's hard to expect a lot of the students, or it's hard to expect that if the teachers aren't as supportive as they need to be, that any student will be as supported mm-hmm. as yeah. they need to be. And one of the, the aspects of the school um, that they are um, marketing is that there are going to be um, extended hours right. of, of access for um, students to access teachers and access support staff um, beyond uh, the the typical school day, which is like somewhere seven or eight to like mm-hmm. two or three. Yeah. Um, and and in the summers, there will also be it'll just be like a full access resource center. Mm-hmm. Um, that does ask a lot of students, right? It asks a lot of teachers to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of the things that LeBron James is offering, um, first of all with this trauma-informed approach, like asking teachers to have the the patience, the wherewithal, the mindfulness to to stop and look at a student's context, and which can be traumatic in itself, to, to witness that, to feel helplessness, helplessness in that. Mm-hmm. Um, Real quick, let me ask yeah. more about that. So yeah. context in the classroom or just... Context in the classroom, context, like if you're asking um, teachers to have relationships outside of like classroom time, you know, and like give more of themselves, like you're probably going to learn more about your students, right? And have to, have to 
um, kind of handle even more than you would right. in, in a regular like class period. Right. Um, and if you're going to be more accessible to parents and and offer more to parents, like it, it you'll there's more responsibility. Yeah. There's yeah. more responsibility. Mm -hmm. So I mean, I'm gonna just go ahead and put it there, bro. Honestly, I just feel like with LeBron's upbringing and whatnot, like he didn't seen some things and some stuff. He didn't seen yeah. some shit. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. Like he's not scared mm -hmm. to you know because yeah. high risk, high yeah. reward. Like yeah. he's not scared to do what he feels yeah. is necessary yeah. as far as he has to go. And he's yeah. like, if I lose a bunch of money or whatever the fuck, I have yeah. more of the money. So it's like, I'm going to do it again, and I'm going to keep doing it until I can't do it anymore. And he's like, who yeah. will stop me? And and the stakes are so high in yeah. this, in yeah. a child's oh, education. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. I appreciate it so much because he um, he is asking a lot, but he's also he's supporting teachers in that. He's providing um, psych psychiatric services for students and for teachers. Wow. Um, he's great. hired a, mm -hmm. um, a personal trainer. I heard about that. For that's, that's all awesome. of the staff yeah. to like Sheep. help them. Like, Ooh, like this is about to be a fine-ass <laughs> staff, boy. And there you go. There it is. It's I'm just saying, imagine. That's fair, if, I'll take uh, it, I'll bro, take it. Because I was, when I was in third grade specifically, I remember this, I had a crush on my teacher, Miss Shimp. Miss Shimp, if you're listening Ms. right now, Shimp. yeah, it was like shrimp without the R. What are these names? <laughs> Bro, I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. I have no reason to lie. I remember when I was in third grade, I had a dream about Miss Shimp, and I never looked at it the same since. Now imagine if Miss Shimp had a personal trainer who was doing squats in that dress skirt. I think I have. Boy, I think I had my first wet dream in third grade. I think third grade, third grade is a transformational year. Third grade is very, very important. This is why everybody needs to be all hands on deck helping the children. You know what, LeBron? You need to cancel this. Abort mission, bro. Abort mission. Too many squats on the staff. It's too much. No. Too many baby boners under the desk. We can't have this. So he's asking a lot of, yes. the, of, of the students. He's asking a lot of the stuff, but he's giving them all of the support yeah. to do this. And yeah. it's like he works really. And I think as an athlete, what I what I know and what I've what I've heard, it's like he goes as far as he can oh, the, yeah. the extra mile. But he also and he expects everyone else to have the same high standards. But like he passes to them. He right. like he puts. The spotlight on them move. as well. He, the it's right. a communal. He's always, he's always and he's about his community. And yeah. here it's like I'm going to ask you to do this, and I'm going to ask yeah. you to do this. I'm going to ask you to give more than you ever could or thought mm -hmm. you could. Mm -hmm. But I'm also going to help you. And that is like, as a, as a teacher, mm -hmm. like in my classroom, mm -hmm. I'm like I ask my kids to do a lot and write a lot and do more than they thought they could. But like it would be irresponsible of me mm. not to also say but I'm going to catch you and I'm not expecting to do this without my support, you know? Right. Sounds well, a lot like his career. I'm kind of looking yeah. at this almost like a startup in terms of, I think he's under, he, him and the leadership team is mindful of the challenge, which mm -hmm. is, I think funding is, at some point is gonna be a challenge. Mm -hmm. Just because it's a challenge for public schools in general, yeah. you know, oh, uh, yeah. particularly yeah, no, in you know, Akron and Ohio yeah. in general. Um, if the and, and state if, and don't get behind them soon, like in a couple years, like money inevitably runs out. Right. You know I mean? And so if, if, if funding's a problem, mm -hmm. then what you need to do is you need to make sure that the culture is right. Mm -hmm. And because if you, if I'm part of a startup and I'm not getting paid as much as I would if I were somewhere else, mm -hmm. if mm -hmm. I feel like I'm part of it, if I feel like I have a voice, it's huge. You, you know, you have a voice at the table, your opinions are heard. Yes then you want to go the extra mile, even if you're not yep. getting paid, mm -hmm. you know, just yeah. the same as you would somewhere else. I, um, and I can speak project. to that firsthand. Exactly. Yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. I will say that 
do I think that government, from a government perspective, the, the funding will dry out and maybe, and from a state legislative perspective, they're not going to get their support they need in a couple of years? Yes, probably, because that seems to be the case everywhere in this yeah. country. Do I think the school will ever fail? No. Yeah. I, I, like, even though the funding may dry up, I, if Le, I think LeBron would spend his last dollar to keep this school afloat. That's what I mean. And he as long cares. as it doesn't harm his family, like as long as, long as his family is good and safe, this school is not going to fail. He will, he will, he's still on James. Yeah. He'll, he'll will network until he can find the funds to do it. He's not like, this is not something I see him quitting on. Like, yeah. I, I don't, I don't like, yeah, I totally am not under, dis, diminishing the reality of the problems that exist within school funding. Right. But I do not think that he would let this fall down. And what not an act, especially not Akron, Ohio. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. What, what a beautiful thing that he, it's not like, it's a different thing to open up a charter school and get the support of a CMO that's established and like and has a lot of funding, a lot of private funding, a lot of the time, um, yeah. investors. Um, and he has decided to open up a neighborhood school, which yeah. means like it is part of the school district from which he came. Right. And right. it's taking, as we were talking about, he's not creaming, he's not skimming the the like most motivated students from the other areas. A, a requirement of you being at the school is you had to have been struggling in that community and actually there. And mm -hmm. like, that's such a huge risk because that doesn't that doesn't make it easy. As yeah. you were saying, he does the hard work. Yeah. Right. And so, so part of it, if I'm understanding correctly, the one of the reasons he wanted to make it a public school and not a charter school. Um, and, and you can get into more, mm -hmm. like, because I'm I don't quite understand yeah. like the the issues with charter schools. Yeah. But um, my understanding is that one of the reasons he decided to go public school route is because he can more control where those where those students come from and ensure that they're only coming from Akron. Whereas if you're a charter school, you have less oversight or power to maybe some kids come from Cleveland or other yeah. other cities. Well, I'll say great question. So charter schools, and I'll say like. I did. I did work at one, and um, and there are a lot of charter schools that are like amazing and do the right thing, and there are a lot that like that don't, you yeah. know. And there are a lot that they do have the power. It depends on kind of the zoning of different um, areas. Like some do have the power to like it's school choice, so like you can enroll anywhere. You can enroll your child in any school. It doesn't matter what your zip code is. Yeah. Um, so it kind of it it depends. But charter schools actually tend to have like the power to take or to like recruit kids from anywhere like they actually have more where a neighborhood school it really like you kind of do usually have to serve who is there right um, and, and, and anywhere is that within a specific district so yeah. if, there, if you're in yeah. if you're in la anywhere is just somewhere within greater la yeah it's so huge so it, it just kind of it like i know there's like an elementary school in Studio City that we used to live like around the corner from. And that that's a charter school, but since it is in such high demand, like it's a very like popular school. Yeah. Like um, if I have my facts correct, they don't like, you have to live in that zip code because oh, that's just like the way they hmm. like, keep it fair, you know? Mm. Um, so I think some you can change their- Studio City. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, yeah, yeah, that's like a whole other podcast. Right. <laughs> but, um, but that sounds I, very yeah, LA-ish. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, so one of the things I kind of want to get into and just get your opinions on it. So, because we've talked about all the great things um, that the school's doing, LeBron's doing, everything's free, blah, yeah. blah, blah, all this stuff, great. Trainers for teachers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part. 
Um, so with, with, uh, cause again, like we're looking at it from the surface level, like we're on Instagram, we're like, that's cool. Great job, LeBron. Yeah. From, from your research and what you've read, are there anything, have you seen anything that you feel might be a potential issue? Like a red flag? Yeah. Any type of red flags or anything with the program, the way it's set up or could cause issues in the future? Um, yeah, I think for the most part, everything as as someone and I've and I've been working as a as a secondary educator for mm -hmm. four years, so I do, I like really I do not have the full gamut of experience, but I have had a lot of experiences, and like I tend to be pretty um, like skeptical when I hear mm -hmm. you know um, because this is a sort of trend in education, no matter what level you're at. It's like here's the big idea right. that is going to solve. XYZ problem and if we just adopt this mm -hmm. administrator like if we just mm -hmm. adopt this That's a good old fashioned this, American you know? pastime. Yeah. yeah, it's like yeah, it's it's a it's a wider issue. We're going to bring in yeah. Donald Trump. Yeah. He's going to yeah. fix it all. If we just one person one really one habit of mine, one idea can just really it really applies. It's a catch-all. Right. This right. is the one, you mm -hmm. know? And I'm I'm skeptical only for that kind of human truth is yeah. like that. But the specifics of what I'm hearing are all like excellent. Like I've I've spent a lot of time thinking about those as well. Like if all of my students had those things, oh my gosh, you know? Yeah. Um, Ron went deep. Yeah, mm -hmm. he did. He really did and he went specific and there's a lot of power in that. Um, what, there are just some things we don't know and I don't know it's that they're trying to keep it from us. It's just like this, this um, our knowledge of this school happening at all is pretty new. So I don't like, I, I'm not seeing specifics on curriculum other than I think it's like a STEM curriculum, which is science, technology, engineering, and math. Mm -hmm. um, I, I do wonder if, um, and because I've heard it compared to these other sort of more like regimented uh, schools that really push STEM, which is very important, but arts and humanities are, which there will be, they have to like teach those, but having those more prominent in the curriculum is also mm. incredibly important. And it's not just about like producing little like capitalist machines, you know, right. it's about yeah, like producing whole people. That's gonna be a scary people. neighborhood, yeah, yeah. you got a bunch of smart ass <laughs> hood kids. Yeah, right. yeah. But, there's, there's, but what, I, what I mean is like Ooh, there's, there's different ways, like it's not just about being smart in yeah. the, the, you know, oh, you have perfect, grammar and yeah, high yeah, math yeah, yeah, scores and you know because that is also a it's assumptive that that's like oh that's the standard that's a very like white man's capitalist like standard well, we you know like <laughs> yeah i just like not that I agree with what it's, you're it's saying. It's like it's yeah. it's like okay. What is the idea of success? What's like the ultimate objective? I, and I don't. And I'm not even like I'm not saying that that's what they're trying to do. But yeah. these are LeBron the questions. LeBron would never. These are the questions <laughs> I ask, you know, and right. and and making sure that people are being um, sensitive. I mean, it sounds like they they do have the starting framework. They are looking at the whole child. They're they're trying to teach holistically. Um, I just don't know the specifics, but I do right. wonder. Like I've seen trends in like you can be a little too lax as a new school and mm -hmm. like, let's just learn about our feelings and not much chill, else. Back, let's all you know? just get, you know, yeah, um, it's kind of like yeah. on like Arrested yeah. Development when like they get like stamps it's, for their report cards, like you got right. a lamb, you know, it, it's such like there's a culture. Schools, and then there's like, oh my gosh, everybody breathes at the same time and mm -hmm. you have to go 
to the bathroom in 120 seconds well, or less and prison. like yeah but but mm -hmm. there are schools that function like that in the name of like this is how we get kids out of poverty mm. Hmm. Wow. And like, it seems like he's really fostering a culture that like simultaneously recognizes the need for high standards, yeah. but also recognizes that meritocracy is bullshit mm -hmm. and that we're not all on equal playing fields. Mm -hmm. And he's specifically yeah. targeting that and be like, no, we need to level these playing fields. And like, it is cultural and it is starting from attitudes and like... Well, it's like you said, he's not trying to build these robotic mini yeah. black kid, white man yeah. clones. Yeah. Because who, yeah. I, from what I've, my experience is dealing with like those kind of, uh, no offense to anybody, but those kind of pale skinned older men. Um, <laughs> I have learned you see that, like- it so much more diplomatically than I just did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like a woman soulmate. Yeah. Right? <laughs> that's where you choose to filter? Yeah, oh no, God, I, I, that's that's I know. You would not have been anybody. No, I'm only saying it comedically. I'm just kidding. But like, I don't give a fuck. But I'm just letting you know right now, like I personally feel like those kind of people, that's why you always hear in politics and they're like, well, I grew up like this. And I like, they believe on this false sense of equality. Yeah. Well, LeBron is really going in there like, I understand equality, equality is important, but at this point it's equity for this situation. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of these kids need help. You can't expect them to be able to do what you did, sir. I worked when I didn't have a nickel. Yeah, cool, whatever the fuck. Mark, I don't and you know, were reading like on grade name. level. Yeah, so it like was fine. cool, yeah. but like yeah. you also had kindergarten, you had exactly. yeah. middle yeah. school, yeah. and you haven't been targeted by fucking yeah. the police or entire yeah. Yeah. like rats. Yeah. Like LeBron understands that. Talk with you about like whether you're gonna yeah. make it home or not. Like that's mm -hmm. not part of your and reality. And that's what I mean. Like, like LeBron hasn't lost that relatability, no. yeah. which is why I agree, I I'm agreeing with you yeah. in the hopefulness of high hopes yes. that like it yeah. does not fail. Yeah. Like I do not want it to. Like I said, if I can get to the point financially when I can help support it and make it spread across. We need way more of those. Oh, I yeah, personally yeah. know neighborhoods in Houston that could use a bunch of those. Mm -hmm. Then right. my black ass wouldn't have had to go to them motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. so it's like, let, let me ask you guys this: Say it it does go as planned and it goes great, then these kids leave this school and they're only there for two years. What's the impact? Like, how what, what happens then mm -hmm. when they have to go to, you know, a regular public school at that point? I do wonder, it seems like his, I was reading about, because I, I know his foundation has existed prior to right. this, like they've been doing work in the educational community. Um, so I, I'd, I'd find it hard to, to believe that he doesn't keep some, some sort kind of, of support. support for yeah. them. Yeah, because I think that's what he was doing mm -hmm. before he had like a brick and mortar school. Right. Um, but, but yeah, like that's a lot of kids to go out into the world and, yeah. you know. Well, <laughs> is it a crazy thought to think that especially if it starts off it's a huge um success as far as um educating educating these kids is it crazy to think that as they advance that the school advances with them i think that's the intention mm -hmm. as well but perhaps after what about after eighth grade like what if they the school advances and they get to the end of the line um yeah but it's also a hopeful idea that perhaps they will have had the support to thrive anywhere Right. Which is yeah. the ultimate right. goal, That's right? Yeah. Like we don't educate our kids to like be able to thrive in our here. school, yeah. you know, it's it's it got to prepare yeah. for the real world. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Which speaking of them um progressing, I don't know if we touched on it yet, but um also part of the the benefits of going here is they each student gets free tuition to University of Akron. University yeah. of Akron. So that's also a huge yeah. benefit. Yeah. yeah. And I believe that the University of Akron's educational department like has been overseeing that's another like huge hopeful positive is like they're they're 
School of Education has kind of been overseeing the development of the school. So they've had the input of like people who are like their job is to train teachers and oversee school systems and and um, theorize over like what would be ideal. You know, like that's yeah. what these people's jobs are. So they have the the university connection in that like yes they're getting promised tuition and promised um um enrollment you know but they're also like coming from a place where the people there like uniquely i think understand and have been thinking about what these students need and what they've been going through like the mm-hmm. the community for them is already kind of being established Right. Over sounds there. like it LeBron sounds like... did not miss a step. It really is. <laughs> yeah. Like, we can't. Yeah. I'm trying to think of, like, what could be yeah. the bad part of yeah. he, he I, just, I was just playing. thinking that. I was just like, like oh, he didn't so miss well. a step. You're right. He had yeah. all the smart people. Like, that was a long ass conference table. They must oh, have yeah. been sitting oh, yeah. there. Yeah, I, asked <laughs> I, like, I asked Crystal, I was like, you know, like, what, like just to kind of like brief me, just like, well, you know, what, what are some of the flaws? And I was like, these are. Like, and then you were even like, eh, like they're, they're potentially just, the problems, only flaws but are like, just things right. that I don't know. Yeah, so right. I can't even make. And like, also I things we cannot judge. Yeah. This right. school has literally been open for talk, four, three days now. Let's have this talk now. in a year, or right. let's yeah. have this talk after the students have. I mean, we'll it's even hard to know after year. a year. You know, what's today? You will be on August second, twenty nineteen. The check in. Now, just real quick, to play devil's advocate, just the that other the other side. Oh shit! I got something for you. <laughs> the devil doesn't need any more advocates. There, this is very true. This is yeah. very true. Um, but that was a good movie. They, 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 <laughs> they hang it in there anyway. Um, just there's that side of because you know there's always those people mm-hmm. that are like, oh, okay, this is just a self-proclaimed shrine to I'm LeBron James. Look what I did. Mm-hmm. I put my face on the walls. I put my shoes mm-hmm. everywhere for everybody mm-hmm. to see because I know I want kids to steal them. Mm-hmm. Look how great I am. Mm-hmm. You know, you can try to be as great as I am, but will you? Mm-hmm. So it's like that image of like, hey, kids, just yeah, but, stop. But this is a criticism that's only ever applied to black athletes. This is not a criticism that's applied to white athletes. Right. There, there's some weird narrative that goes around that if unless black athletes do charity under like, you know, as superheroes, like cloak and dagger and no one has mm-hmm. to know about it, that's the only way to do charity work if you're a black athlete. Mm-hmm. Like you said, oh, what if these kids come in and say, oh, I want to be just like LeBron James. LeBron James just opened a, a school to serve at-risk students. That doesn't sound like a bad thing to me. Not bad. <laughs> I mean, I, like the, the idea that he's doing this just for public. Like the man doesn't need publicity. Right. Yeah. Like real, oh yeah, LeBron James needs to get more more fans, more, more 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 people yeah. on his side. Are you kidding me? He's putting in a lot of effort to get some publicity. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and like, he's going to get it either and way. And I know right. the, the criticism is too full. We'll get to the right. Jalen Rose comments because that is like you know another black athlete who did something similar to this who. And we'll get to those comments, but this is a, a narrative that white media always puts on black athletes. Wow. And how many schools are named after dead white men? Yeah, how many schools are, no, hold on, more specifically, how many schools are named after white dead men who were slave owners? Absolutely. I want you to feel that mm. I'm gonna go mm, hashtag over for I just don't know how you shit on someone for opening a, a school in their hometown. Yeah. Like, just, they're just throwing away the fact that he grew up there. That's, that's what's really offensive to me. Because, like, and we talked about it earlier, the man has proven, even his most pretentious, egotistical moments, community is always at the forefront of his mind. And he's grown up a lot. And he's the most mature he's ever been. So, like, that's way imagine. more credible than dead white president of for school sure. in Los Angeles. Like, you, like, 
some of them have never been to Los Angeles. Like, he, Look, like yeah. he's from I'm going to just say it right now. I don't give a fuck about none of them old-ass, slave-written-ass documents by no wooden-mouth-ass president. Say what the fuck you want to say. But second of all, what the fuck was I about to say? You made me so impassionate about this. <laughs> and I forgot where I was going with it. Oh, yeah. Fuck Jalen Rose. <laughs> we you know what? No, we get no fucking this time. Okay. <laughs> J- before, <laughs> no, you know what? I mean, if, if Tom Brady would have opened up a goddamn school oh, in no. butt fuck ass Pennsylvania, wherever the fuck he's from, he would have seventy five statues up for him. This right man now. would be running for president right after Donald Trump and win, just because of that. But LeBron does it, and they're like, "Well, maybe we need to knock these niggers down off that high horse they napped on." Hot diggly damn! He's just looking for more Instagram followers. He just—that's all he's trying to do. He's trying to catch Will Smith on his Instagram. <laughs> and it's like, no, white man, that is not what he's trying to do. Not at all. Like, how, and that brings me back to that narrative I had that last fucking ran on. And I was like, how perfect does LeBron have to be before you stop calling him a bad person? Yeah. How perfect does he, I swear to God, he just has to grow wings, fly, and like heal people with his touch. And even then they'll be like, this nigga ain't as good as Jesus, though. <laughs> and did you see E.T.? Did you see E.T.? Did you see E.T.? Yeah. Yeah. Nigga, did you see Blade? He killed vampires. <laughs> and you're like, what is yeah. what? And I think that's a big part of it is the fact that he does so much that they're literally trying to find the smallest thing to pick at. So they're like, oh, his face is on the wall. Why is that? Huh? Why does he have to put his face on it? Why can't he just make the school and then just, you know, be anonymous? Well, be, be empathetic to these to these kids who want to see LeBron James' face. I'd want to see his face. Yeah. I, if, if you live in... It's a beautiful face. <laughs> just objectively, it's a beautiful face. But it, it just, I will do my best. Well, you know what? I love LeBron, but Rick Fox was fine. Okay? <laughs> not when he had the braids, though. Not when he had the braids. But when, he, we and when we saw he got game, we was like, damn, Rick. Damn. So, I mean, but LeBron is a very handsome gentleman when he cleans himself up. But like they got some fine niggas in the league though. But there, there, there's Straight so up. there's so many people who come from uh, you know cities not like L.A. Yeah. small towns that turn their back on their cities and don't even acknowledge that they came from there. You know, I remember mm-hmm. I went to school and I went to college at a Texas A&M Kingsville mm-hmm. was one of the colleges I went to, and uh, Eva Longoria went there, mm-hmm. and it was one of the schools that she just never acknowledged ever. Mm-hmm. And I don't think she was, I don't know if she was from there, but it was, it's, it's something she graduated from there and never acknowledged it. Um, so that happened so many, so many different areas. And the fact that it's a small town, mm-hmm. he's t- completely put this town on the map mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all throughout his career. Mm-hmm. Always said he's from Akron. Mm-hmm. Now he's giving back to that community. Those kids want to see his face. What, what's, there's nothing, there's visibility no. Visibility matters. Visibility yeah. matters. Yeah, exactly. Except for when you're black. Then you need then to do it in silence. That's too much visibility. Yeah, it's too much. Because they love looking at Superman, but because Batman's the Dark Knight, they're like, oh, oh, keep that motherfucker down there. He might be and, white, but you're too close to dark. And and, and this is this is the tough thing too, because like you know, it's, it's easy to bring in the white side, the white man trying to tear the the black man down. Um, but then we have the other situation where we have the black man trying to tear the other black man down. And I want to use this opportunity to. Introduce the world to somebody. You guys know who Jeffrey Daniel is? No. I'm not sure I do. Yeah. Okay. Nice. He's the guy that actually invented the moonwalk. 
Michael Jackson popularized it. <laughs> so yesterday, as I saw I Promise Schools trending, I thought about all of the people that inspired me to have school, had schools or been in, in uh, education or in politics. David Robinson, who's been on this program. Kevin Johnson. Uh, Andre Agassi has a school in Las Vegas. Pitbull is doing some things in Florida. Sean Combs has a school in Harlem. So I wasn't the first by any stretch of the imagination to do it. But the fascinating thing is doing it in 2011 as a player that didn't win a championship, that didn't make all-star games, that's not regarded as one of the greatest players of all time. But LeBron James is. Mm -hmm. He's now Michael Jackson. So he now has popularized what I've been doing um, that was considered uh, some, something that was just happening in a bubble almost because I'm not one of the most great, greatest athletes of all time. So I'm proud of him. I'm proud of the achievement um, and influence in third and fourth grade. As you mentioned, a lot of people don't realize this, and it's a sneaky misnomer that a lot of people dispute. How prisons are built and what the capacity of them may be in the future, a lot of that comes from third grade aptitude scores. Mm. that's how they realize how they're going to fill prisons based on third graders taking tests. So that's the first thing I saw for LeBron. That's a big mission. And I applaud that mission. I influence high school kids. Their issues are a lot different mm. than third grade kids. And what's unique about our school is we have a nine through 16 model. So we're not just graduating the young people from high school. We're also looking to graduate them from college. So this is the first year that I literally have 400 in the building in high school and around 300 in college, community college, military, or trade school. So our model has officially been built out. And Can I say it now? Sure, go ahead. Fuck Jalen Rose. <laughs> okay. And with that, I want to just follow up, not saying that Jalen Rose is trying to tear LeBron James down for no. what he's doing, but... Um, in, in a, on his show, Jalen Rose had spoken on it, and he sounded a bit bitter. Yeah. Just because, yeah, like um, Jake was saying, he has he has done something similar. And granted, uh, to kind of understand some of his frustration, I honestly don't know much about his charter school, um, which is called the uh, Jalen Rose Leadership Academy. And to be honest, until I saw this. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, just go, look, I'm telling you right now, if I got a, if, if, if my son gets a full-blown scholarship to Jaden Rose, Jalen Rose Leadership Academy, I'm the rejecting that shit. <laughs> I'm sending it back. You know why? Because, nigga, you ain't a leader. How the fuck you gonna title it? How the fuck you gonna title it some shit you never was? And, that, uh, and there and lies the difference, right? He's like, yeah. Nigga, you gonna lead me to a loss. And that's kind of some shit. <laughs> Like, that's what I'm saying. So don't get up on your show flexing, talking about, we've all done it, LeBron. Now, he made some good points with the prison part. Okay, and we'll get to that. But, like, help, help your brother right here, bro. If you already got educational experience in that aspect, help him. Yeah. Help him. Don't. No, absolutely. But to me, trying to see more of his perspective. God damn it, Jacob. He started this school in 2011. Uh -huh. Seven years ago. And a very different time, which I'll get to. But this has been going for seven years. From what I understand, it's very successful. The students that are coming out of there are going on to do to graduate to attend college, attend community college, 
uh, some of them, as Jalen points out, are in the military. They're, a lot of them are doing really great things. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I get his frustration. This LeBron school has been open for three days. Mm-hmm. As much as none of us wanted it, it could fall on its face in the next six months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think it will. I don't think it, I don't think that. But yeah, I get his frustration as far as like, hold up, you guys are giving him all this credit mm-hmm. for three days in. Mm-hmm. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But to shit on it and tear it down and be petty and bitter about it, like he could have gone from the angle of just like, I think Le- what LeBron is doing is fantastic. I think the media is in, is unfairly covering yeah. accomplishments mm-hmm. that haven't happened yet. Whereas, yeah. and as Julian points out, his school's been around for seven years with a high success rate. Agassi, Sean Cole, all these other people that he lists all had schools before that. And so, like, I, I, from a media and a coverage perspective, I totally agree and understand where Javen's coming from. But just to tear it down and kind of like, yeah. and there is a tone there that, like, I think at least all of us agree is, like, ridiculous kind of. Yeah. That, that no, part I don't agree necessary. about. But, like, I do get his frustration. And, like, yeah, we should, no one gave Jalen Rose this type of publicity or credit. Like, I, yeah. well, none of us really knew about this until, like, hey, a couple days ago. And speaking of that, just to give some more back backstory on the Leadership Academy, it is a public charter high school in uh, northwest side of Detroit, and it's tuition-free. And, like you said, started in 2011. And their big mission is supporting kids through high school and even beyond. So yeah. they have programs to even help them through college. Mm-hmm. Which is mm-hmm. which is LeBron's program as well. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's, it's again, it, it, I think he's mad because he's not getting the same credit that I do believe he's he deserves and has earned. Like he's got seven years, and again, I, that might be an unsubstantiated statement because I don't have the research, but like it's seven years, it's still going. Like mm-hmm. the, he probably deserves more credit than he's getting for. And like, okay, I'm, I'm mainly just speaking on it comedically. Like, okay, cool. He, because he did do a great thing, and I agree. You know, highest success rate or not, but from a logical standpoint, he made a lot of sense, and I, mm-hmm. that's why I agree with you, yeah. Jacob. But from a real nigga standpoint, you didn't have your boy back right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, you, at that For point, sure. maybe you could have used LeBron Shine, roll with him, and helped everyone jump into the limelight as yeah. well, and broadcast mm-hmm. all of them mutually, yeah. rather than saying like, "Oh, so since I didn't win a whole bunch of rings, y'all ain't gonna follow me." Think about it this way: How do any of Jalen Rose's statements support the students of LeBron's school? The right. kids, not LeBron. Right. Like, it doesn't matter. LeBron, what Jalen Rose says about LeBron James means nothing. Mm. What he's saying holistically about the school and what they're doing, that's problematic. Mm. You shouldn't be talking about that. The, ultimately, it's, it's you're talking about the school and like mm. reflecting on the students. And that's not but like, he, I know that's not, not his intention. Yeah. I know that he would never want to cause harm to any of those kids. I don't like, I'm not saying that he would, but like, I mean, we're assuming that he wouldn't. I don't think he would. I mean, I'm, I'm kidding. Yeah, but I'm yeah, just saying, like, but, like, but, like, but by talking about, about the founder, about the face of this organization, mm-hmm. that's not good for mm-hmm. the school, and therefore, by extension, not good for the students of that school. Mm-hmm. So I agree. Like, where is the solidarity? Yeah. So I mean, I applaud him for what he's done, and and I'm sure he's doing really great work. But just the the way he's handling talking about it, it's not really about his school. It's not really about LeBron's school. He's using. I and me pronouns like my kids, right. my school, mm-hmm. my success. Right. Look at and me. it's like, who what is helping me? you do that? Yeah. You're not a teacher. I think he You're hopped on the yeah. show too emotionally yes. on set yeah. to speak yeah. on it. Because like you can tell he, he ranted this yeah. like crazy before he. Even... And I, I really like your point about the pronouns. <laughs> about No LeBron, school is an I. It's yeah, all it's like you started the school? <laughs> all work. You're, you're teaching yeah. all the students? Like, LeBron has been very open about, like, yeah, I, I got people that knew more about yeah. this than I did because I'm not, I, I know what I experienced. 
I know what needs to happen, but I'm not an educator. He's an, he doesn't have a teaching credential. And he got he went out and got people that like knew what they were doing. And and not to say Jalen Rose didn't do that. Yeah. But with like you said, within the context of that conversation, yeah. he's talking he was about it like from ego. It's like, very maybe, ego. Yeah. 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 Good point. And like you said, instead of building him up, he's over here comparing him to Michael Jackson. Well, Michael Jackson, he didn't invent the moonwalk. He just popped Yeah, when he said Jeff Jeff, why are you even talking about that? Like, because the comparison, it's not based in education. It's based in, like, notoriety and and, um, pop culture and and fame. Like, it's Mm. it's based in fame. You know, yeah, and then going back to the the concept of, like, okay, is LeBron just doing this to, you know, boost his own ego? Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, if... If he's talking about his uh, his successes, you know, like Jacob mentioned, you know, higher graduation rates, higher achieving achievement rates, you, you've accomplished your goal. Be mm-hmm. happy, right? You know, yeah. That, yeah. That's that's where you're. That's where you should yeah. stand and, and, and what, be, be what proud of what you accomplished. What is his take away from what you're doing if that's right. what you're accomplishing? Yeah. yeah, that's a really good point. He's talking about it almost as if it's like a slight towards his own program, right? Yeah, as if exactly. it's taking away. It's like no, it's the same thing. Like you guys all have the same goal. Like it's not a competition. Not to again undermine Jalen Rose's accomplishments, but like they're happening in very different times. <laughs> right. And LeBron again has talked about opening a school for a very it's long time, but to do it in this environment right now, when public education is literally under attack yeah. under, by the government, yeah. Sorry, that is a little bit different. Jalen, his, his school is in Detroit. Yeah, yeah which okay. again is one of the is an extremely impoverished area, a very low, yeah. very low. Uh, educational output within that area yeah. and I'm not under my, and again not diminishing that but like yes just the national climate is different now right and like you can't it is apples and oranges to a certain degree oh yeah like because especially in the rust belt yeah where those you know Ohio Pennsylvania Michigan all those places they're getting hit the hardest mm-hmm. economically and edu- and from an educational pr- perspective That's a great point. so yeah. I'm sorry Julian it is a little different yeah mm-hmm. it, it is yeah yeah, yeah. And then even bringing the whole, I've never won a championship. I don't have rings. I, that, what the fuck is that? Start, that's where I was like, bro, that has nothing to do. Yeah, that was when you really Take lost. A you're, you're, you're digging into some other issues. Yeah, yeah. 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 If, you, if you had stopped Talk it out two for seconds yeah. before saying that, yeah, because we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. Yeah. We probably wouldn't have brought this up. Yeah, and yeah. It's we would have talked about the fact that we're even talking yeah. about him is ridiculous. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, and he goes in that part about you know like starting to talk the, about the prison industrial complex and and like that's important. That's an important conversation yeah. we had. That's important education for the public. Like yes, like there are prisons, more prisons being built in schools, mm-hmm. and yes, they're being built as a result of you know, looking at test scores of, you know, students when they're when they're in elementary school so far from being adults of incarceration age. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like that is a truth, but like we that message is obscured yeah. when you by, it, by yeah. us being but like, me. Oh, your feelings. But, but me. Right. Yeah. My championships. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, not I felt fair. like I felt like he should have jumped out of a car and did did the little Drake dance. <laughs> in your feelings challenge. Yeah. <laughs> he started good and then he just knows that well with that guys um considering everything we talked about everything lebron uh, i think we said enough about Jalen rose um definitely <laughs> before we before we end the show any other last points you want to make i just want to give a shout out to miss shim um <laughs> just so you know i am 29 years old now this is devin speaking i was in your third grade class um 
I'm down. Okay, so still, you know, I'm still was, down, bro. Twenty years ago, <laughs> twenty years ago, but she might, you know, you might be a good, you know, sixties or whatever. But you know, Miss Shimp, you made a lasting impression. And I just want you to know, you still got a fan out there. I, I just want to thank my my uh, my lady partner. It's my preferred term. Yes, thank you, Crystal. Uh, Crystal thank you so much. Good enough with us. And sharing your genius. Should we clap? Yeah, I want to clap. Let's clap. Let's clap. Our first guest. Fantastic at that. Thank you so much for for being on our show. Just keep in mind, you're our first guest, and eventually we're gonna have LeBron James in this show. So like you set the trend. So you're welcome to come. I would be remiss if I didn't quickly bring up African American studies. Oh yeah, (laughs) we talking about Vince Carter. Let's do this. We taking it back. I just have to say that it's a really important major. It's part of decolonializing, decolonizing your education. If we know our history, like people can't fuck with us. Mm-hmm. And like, I am the daughter of a college graduate, like the first in our family because of mm-hmm. Chicano studies, like because that helped retain him in my father in like the university system. And like that helped me as a person and helped future generations. And like for the young fans to see that player like skip a game so he could attend his graduation. Like I said, I, I thought it was great. <laughs> just, I thought, it, yeah, I'm presenting. split. I think you it's great. Slap, 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 it's a play. Just, it's he, a graduation. He, he, he didn't have to walk. Yeah, yeah I appreciate. I, pre- I totally support and appreciate the degree. But you have, to, you have to fucking walk. What the fuck? It's walking. That's my yeah. point. <laughs> the thing is, if you go walk, walking, around the walking statement. Did you know that he had an Afro-American degree? Yes. When? When we said it, or you knew before? No. You've always known Vince Carter had a degree in Afro-American studies. Don't fucking lie to me, Crystal. Nobody knew that, and that's what I mean. But, you but didn't, now people know, and like people know that they can. We know. I just learned last show. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I agree with Jacob. Get your degree, boy. Secure the bag. I'm all about it. But don't miss a playoff game in your prime. It's twofold. All right, we we've already covered this. Guys. Oh shit, Crystal. <laughs> Vince Carter. Because you're so smart that you I'm made sense. Sorry. I'm sorry. Inspired kids around we the world. We had like a really great ending, and I just couldn't let it go. I couldn't let it go. And Vince Carter <laughs> didn't escape. Shit. Shut, shut he inspired us to want to jump over seven foot Lithuanians. Thank you guys for watching Four podcast. <laughs> and this has been a really long show. So if you guys are still this listening, like nine hours now. We've been it's on? very long. Okay, so cool. thank you guys for, for hanging you. in. If you're still there, and again, thank you so much, Crystal, for coming on the show, dropping that knowledge, thank you. slapping I'm, Devin I'm in the face. I'm sure only your mom's listening at this point. Probably. <laughs> Probably. But thank you guys again. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Over Four Podcast. Also at Over Four Podcast, us um, with any of your comments, what you think of LeBron uh, opening up his school, what you guys think about that, what you think of Jalen Rose, was he bitter, or was he? Uh, he was bitter, but um, yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys for watching, and we'll catch y'all later.